I'm like, oh, you need five dollars? How you get those shoes? Terrible human being. No matter how you tell them to go carefully, they don't like for you to buy them food. How you get those shoes? How you get those? Oh my gosh! If anything, I need five dollars. I don't say that. I just say I don't got money. But that's what I'm thinking. Oh my gosh! You don't got money. You banging and run out of your Brooklyn part the way. Something like a real person. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Butterfly Effect Podcast. I am coming to you live from the cold state of Minnesota, y'all. This trip back home has completely convinced me that I am not moving back at least anytime soon. Um, but sorry for missing a week. I was enjoying my life and it just wasn't a priority. So, um, sorry about that, but I am back this week and I've actually been recording a lot of episodes with people since being back. So I'm really excited to share these upcoming episodes while I have your attention. Please, please, please. If you can make sure you are subscribed rating this podcast of five stars, please. Thank you very much. And sharing, because that really helps me get in front of a different audience, and I would appreciate you more than you know. In today's episode, I am joined by my dad and my cousin Jabari, and we are just talking about life. It's really cool because my dad shares his story um, of what it was like growing up in Liberia during the Civil War and what it was like to seek refuge in the United States and become a citizen, um, and then all the shenanigans that he got himself into. Quick trigger warning, my dad does reference some really graphic and traumatic things that he did see while he tells some stories about growing up during the Liberian Civil War. So, um, yeah, warning if that kind of stuff triggers you in any way. Welcome, everyone. Um, <laughs> what am I going to say? <laughs> Welcome. Well, who are well, you? My name is Abraham Jackson, and... I'm glad to be joining you guys. Abraham Loco Jackson. Abraham Don't Loco forget the Loco. Loco Poco. When I was younger, I never asked your middle name. So I didn't even know that. <laughs> and that middle name doesn't mean crazy. It means yes, a it genuine does. person. It means genuinely crazy. My firstborn son is going to have that as their middle name. I think that's so cool. Loco? Yeah. That's cool. Well, I brought my dad on because his life story is incredible. <laughs> it is, it's a lifetime movie, some would say. So he's going to come on. Tell me about your upbringing, Dad. What, how did your life start? How did my way, life start? Way, way My mom way. and my dad met, and I came about <laughs> <laughs> We don't need all the details like that. Because well, you grew up in Africa. He's My well, dad is Liberian, so he grew up in Africa and his experience at a young age is much different than I think most of my listeners could even imagine. Yeah, I was born in Liberia, West Africa. I was, I lived there until I was 14 years old, moved to Africa, Cote d'Ivoire. It's another African country. Cote d'Ivoire. For some of you challenge. <laughs> With geography, <laughs> no, but it's an, it's another West African country. I lived there for a year, 
<laughs> and I move over to the great United States out of Isha, what, 16, 15, 1992? Some details need to be left. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we can not talk about those details, but once you got here, what was that transition like? Well, let's go back to the upbringing. Yeah. I grew, well, obviously, if you know anything about what her growing up in a terrible country is, I was, I'm an only child for my mom and my dad. After they hired me, my mom obviously went to go live her life. So I grew up with my grandma for my my mom's side. So I, I lived with my grandma until I was about seven, eight. Was that normal? Because what a, do you mean your mom just went on to live her for life? African, <laughs> for African, yes. Normally okay. the grandparents the one I take care of. Oh. When, I mean, when I mean live her life, she went to go provide for the family. So yes, oh, so like she to went, work? but she used to. Send money back? Work. I don't know what work. Oh. Yes. But yeah, but she used to <laughs> bring stuff. Money, whatever. I don't know how she got it, but she used to come <laughs> every month or whatever she, whatever Monday was. You're totally a dealer. No. <laughs> so she used Put to some come. respect to my grandma's name. <laughs> so she used to come and bring stuff, and I was just happy to see her. But I was always close with my grandma, so that's the way it was. And then at the age of about eight or nine, I moved to my dad's side of thing because once you become a man, you gotta live with a man. Oh, really? That's the way it goes. Really? Yes. So is the opposite for girls then? No, it's the same thing. But in this case, I was a man and they wanted me to go live with a man. You were a man at how old? I was I was already hustling. I was what do you mean old. hustling? You're skipping a lot of details. I was, I used to, okay, that's the thing. At the age of seven, I used to go to the market. I used to go sell stuff. I used to go. At the I age of seven. The family. Oh my God. I would sell, what do you, I don't know you guys know, it's called kerosene. It's like gas, but. Mm. For like your lantern? Yeah, the yeah. lantern. We didn't have much light, by the way. So I would put it on my head and walk all over the neighborhood. Carol, Carol, two for five. As a seven-year-old? That's normal. Actually, normally you start about five, six. My See, that explains why you would let me do some of the things when I was a kid. <laughs> well, you I remember when I would be growing up and I'd tell my mom what I do. Your dad let you what? <laughs> Go to the pool by himself. Are you crazy? <laughs> Okay, so you have to. So after that, I went to my my, my dad's side of the family. My dad was actually living in the house, but I really didn't see. I my grandma, my my dad's side of the grandma took over. Mm-hmm. So then she she used to sell fish in the market. That's how we we lived. So we didn't have light, we didn't have refrigerator. So if she went to go sell fish, mm-hmm. if they didn't buy it all, we got to dry the fish before it get rotten. So we be oh. up all night blowing fire. We in the kitchen blowing What? Wheels. Yeah, you got When did you go? Would you go to school ever? Yeah, we did. We went to school in the morning. And then in the evening. What was school like? School was school. You go to school. Did it look like the classroom here in America? No. Yeah, it was a class. It was a class in a room. They got a blackboard. <laughs> That's it. That's all that. <laughs> Well, I shouldn't even say it's a class or room. It's, it's a building. Day. It's a building and, a, and it has a room. That was the only thing. To, that was the only thing compared over there. Oh and they had a black. They had a blackboard. Oh gosh. And they had a blackboard. With chalk? Huh? Not chalk. Not they even. They had chalk. They had chalk, but it depends on the definition of chalk. Depend <laughs> because sometimes most of the time the blackboard will be all messed up, so the chalk you won't be able to see. Oh, it. So, my God. oh my. And then we yeah, that was and you pretty much English it. there. Or how, what well, would we you spoke, do? We, we in Liberia we. Quote and quote speak English, but it's it bush, broke, broke bush English. I bush English? Broken English, but that's what it is. What? Because I know, like, my grandma's also from West Africa. Mm-hmm. In their language, they call it Creole. 
Oh no, that's different though. That he, is a different is, he, this from she's from Sierra Leone. So mm-hmm. the Creole thing actually did because they got colonized by the British. The, the Brit I thought French. No, they, they got colonized by the British. Oh. So the Creole thing came from that because they, the Creole thing got adapted because of thing of rebellion against the Sierra Leone the, the British government. Oh mm, my god. Because Creole is a mix of French and stuff. Yeah. So what language did you guys speak? So we spoke English because Liberia was never colonized. Yeah. See? So, History lesson, y'all. <laughs> so that's how it goes. So we go to school, and whatever the teacher tells you, you do. If you don't do it again, you get whooped. Oh, my gosh. And when you get whooped, they will call you from the class. You got to show your hands. They will take a big old stick. They will tell you two times two. You don't say four. What? Whoever answered the question you behind get... you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, my gosh. That's terrifying. And I was a good student. It make you a good student. <laughs> um, No. Can you imagine me that me going through that? Yes. You yes, would want no me to? Are you insane? Uh, because it'll make you have to be... You're insane! You I was just fine without it. And you're insane. Don't say that. Okay, so you... That was your school... So that's what school is. You didn't get lunch, you gotta bring your own lunch. Yeah. If you don't get it, you gotta starve. How and far did you have to walk? Way, school is like three miles each way. Oh, my god. And you gosh. gotta go. I was like alone. It's not no seven-year-old kid. I oh, my gosh. To school. That's no school bus. That's no launch. That's no oh, bus. I can't even imagine. Didn't you, like, cut through airports? Yes. That was the quickest way. So How? The- little you kids. Caught, you gotta cut grass. Are you kidding? You hear this, you guys? He would, a seven-year-old, would have to walk across a, what are they called? A torn mac? Term- yeah, the termac. Termac or whatever for airplanes. Just probably an airplane taking off over his head as his seven-year-old has to walk three miles to school and back. And if you're caught, you have to cut grass. Yeah, that's the punishment. With and like you a ain't cutting grass with no long. Uh, I was no, gonna say with a machete. Yeah, exactly. Oh when my you cut, god, your hands are all bleeding. I actually did it once. They cut me once. I had to stay for like two hours. Like when you tell me these stories, I just it's hard for me to like conceptualize them because it sounds like it should be so long ago. But this would happen in my dad's lifetime. Like this was his experience. That's just crazy to me. And then when you go to school after school, even if you don't eat, you gotta walk back home. And there's no food waiting for you home. By the way. Oh my when you god. Get back home, if you're lucky, your mom or your family can come up with some kind of money. Yeah, no after school snacks just waiting oh, in I the pantry. I take that back. We did get lunch, but the lunch is we had a lot of fruits. So we had mangoes, yeah. oranges, coconut. This is the caveat. You wouldn't get those things if you can't climb. <laughs> <laughs> So you were climbing trees, not, like literally. That's, that's how you eat. And you take, you do you taking your risk. I've seen people get four nine break <gasps> body parts. So yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and what do you do? Because there's no like hospital, is there? On your own. There's no hospital. You literally just well, walk around with the broken arm. You gotta get. They, will, they won't even touch you until you pay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, else you better go to the African doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but is that ale? Is that much different than what we do here? Yes, much different. Because they'll give you service, and you can be in debt for the rest of your life with medical. They will save you over there. You dying? They passing by you on TV. (laughs) Oh my god! But them sad to say it's normal. But yeah, so that's the way we do it. I don't think I ever told you this. I'm scared. God, I've been listener. I have been so blessed. (laughs) I almost drowned it because I went to a. I was hungry that day. Nobody would even give me anything, so I went on this mango tree to go get some mango. The mango, I shook the, the branch. It fell in the water. This is a 
big mm-hmm. lake. I don't even know how to swim. Oh my god! I saw. I was so young. I didn't even think of it. I saw the thing. I jumped right in the water. I don't know what saved me to this day. I died <laughs> <as a person. laughs> because if you see that water, it's just as big as the Mississippi. You don't remember getting out of it? I did, but I don't even know how I got close to <laughs> in the water because I went on and even I came back up and left. I was close to the water. I grabbed the water because I was not that close. You watched the fishes. You the fishes. A hippo came and saved your life. And I still got beat up for this stupid mango. I want to go get in <laughs> Because we weren't supposed to even go close to that tree. Oh. Because of the location. I mean, it was literally right there. Yeah. So many people drying out. Oh. And me and a couple of my buddies, that day, we were like, we, couldn't, we tried hustling. Nothing was working. So we jumped <laughs> over the fence and went on that tree. And we go home. There was no guarantee there was food. So if we got home, no food. That was, yeah, I got to say this one is our advantage. We have fruit everywhere. So if mm-hmm. you into oranges, mango, mm-hmm. papaya, all those stuff, those are available. I mean, you can get it anywhere. Wow. But if you're trying to, and you know us like Vero, got to eat our rice. If you don't eat the rice, you'll be like, yeah, I'll be eating a day. If you're waiting for <laughs> rice, you ain't getting one. <laughs> okay, so, this is kind of jumping ahead, but do you notice a difference from, like, when you first came to America, the diet? Because you were constantly eating fresh food. Yes. And then, so when you switch to America, like, it's all processed and preservatives. And- right. That's why it took me pretty much almost a year before I even started. I never ate pizza. You know, I still don't like pizza. <laughs> but I never got into those things. Yeah. I never even burned. I remember the first time we went to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It's like, I saw the thing that said Big Mac. I'm like, wow, that's going to be big. <laughs> Brought this little box. I didn't even like this, so I think I took a bite of it. I'm like, what is this thing? <laughs> Does it just, like, taste fake to you? Yes, mm-hmm. compared to where I'm yeah. from, yes. I mean, even the uh, stuff, like, even the, the stuff we eat, you know, like potato grain, mm-hmm. cassava leaf, mm-hmm. even the ones over here t- taste way different from over there, like tilapia. Mm-hmm. Til- I used to go fish for tilapia. Well, it was natural because, I mean, it's a struggle to, to get it, but when you get it, because you're doing it, it's in a natural element. You're not pre-processing something to put on the market. So that's the way life was for me as a kid. Yeah. And then, obviously, this, this, the, the Civil War broke out. Yeah, in can you tell us about that? the war broke out. We had to leave. Was there, like, a situation that caused it to break out? Well, yeah, obviously, typical, typical... Typical thing that happened in terror war country, bad government, people Yeah, people trying to overthrow Some the government. Some other guy coming, giving you false hope that, oh, if I become president, yep. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. And normally, if you know anything about Africa, you always start with a tribal war. Like one tribe, it would be like Wisconsin mm-hmm. against Minnesota, mm-hmm. and they don't like each other, and then that's thing, like, the whole country get caught up in it. Mm-hmm. Well, Wisconsin and I don't like the Minnesota people, so they... <laughs> They start a little war, and then that's you know everybody else get caught up in it. So that's why it started. And people were like you know people didn't like it, but they're like yeah. But I mean it's better than dying. Yeah. Because people struggle. It was a lot of struggle. So people were like, why are we gonna try to struggle as in like no food, no resources? And everything was just hard. I mean yeah. I'm, to be fair, I'm a I'm grateful to be out here living as mm-hmm. a adult. But I was a kid back home, so I was pretty innocent. Even though mm-hmm. I was doing all these things, but. Thinking, wow, I was very innocent. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being one of these people that went to college your whole life, graduating your mid twenties, and then you can't get any job, and then you see people that you three time, four time, more qualified them getting jobs because their family is working in the government or their yeah. family is a president, so it's yep. all nepotism. Yeah, I was gonna so say you told me it was very nepotism is really bad, and that's why some that's the stuff that's going on. That that's what started the whole civil war. We got displaced. My homeland, we my hometown, we left. Mm-hmm. 
went to another city the war chased off from that we went back to my hometown we knew like shooting and everything was happening oh my like god. what is, when you people, say war like i seen people got a head cut off and oh my god anything you want to talk from a young age people that's getting their fingers cut up like I, I remember we went to we were in this one village and it was going by tribal tribalism like the way i was studying the wisconsin thing if you go the rebel was like say wisconsin night and mm-hmm. the government was minnesota night so after a while, obviously the people from Wisconsin got more, more of the support. So if you go into certain town, you know how in Minnesota we talk the Minnesota nice and all that mm-hmm. nonsense. If they find out you speaking like that, you're in trouble. So a lot of people, a lot of time, the people will go places. If you got a boy and a girl, mm-hmm. younger kid, they will kill the boy and let the girl go because they say the girl cannot take revenge. And oh. I've seen that. Not this say I've seen that with my own two eyes. Oh my god, we were fortunate. Because my stepmom at the time, she was she could do some computer or typewriting, so she would go places. We the weird thing about it, we happened to be part of my the tribe that I'm from. My dad's out of the tribe. Happened to be. Is it like a gang? Like what streets? Was, what what, what streets you from? Yeah, what, street, what, street, what, what neighborhood are you? What color you represent? Oh my gosh, are you serious? How would they know though? Because sometimes the way you talk. Oh, and like accents. And, and what I was telling you about people, neighbors, friends, yeah. people that you quote and quote or friends start snitching Snitches. on you. Snitches. What? Yes. Definitely. Because now whatever lifestyle you have, you didn't have, it's like they the like movie. some TV, oh they snitch gosh. on you to when you go on, they take the TV. Gosh. So my, my, my dad's side of the tribe is from the, the government. My dad's side of the tribe was from the official government. Even though we had nothing, like we didn't even know all this stuff. But... Because we were part of the government, we had to take a lot of roles that wasn't suitable because we didn't want to be stuck on the road to get caught. Oh because they would ask you all these questions and if people know you, probably point you, oh no, he's lying, he's part of this tribe or whatever. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's like the Wild West. That's crazy. We lived up a couple of years and then we went to my stepmom place. My stepmom for a different tribe. She's, she was cool. Was that against the rules? To date people from other tribes. No, it's not. But it just <laughs> like happens. Romeo and Juliet. No, it's cool. And the weird thing about it, the they Wisconsin nights and the are using this analogy I, so. I hate Wisconsin. <laughs> but it, no, sport wise. Sport wise. You're going to have some people coming for you. <laughs> but, but no, it be, basically, it, was, it just became like those two tribes, for some reason, their, their parents never got along. The old people never, but the younger people always like each other, so they always go on with each other. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is literally like Romeo and Juliet. So the, the country, the, the country was all there was poverty everywhere. There was war, nothing. But when we went to my stepmom village, there was food everywhere, plentiful, plantain, rice, everything, edibles, cassava. I'm saying stuff you guys don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> Some yeah. people might. <laughs> So yeah, so we were there. I was comfortable. I was cool. I, well, with the exception once in a while, those guys will come, mm-hmm. and they want to take the, they want to eat the dog. Yes, what? Yeah, dog is a big old. In what? The, my, my, for my step, my tribe, dog is a big thing. They love eating dog. Oh yeah, by the way, I actually tasted a dog. I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> when did you eat a dog? Oh my well, god. Let me, let me, let me, let me, me retrain. <laughs> now you my that. family, my my mom's side of family, my dad's side of family, they always used to say my family is not allowed to eat dog. But I always thought they just did it to scare the heck out of us because we had some 
way before the war, we had some neighbors that were into dog. They were from my stepmom. Into dog. They were into. They were from my stepmom tribe. I, I had a They're dog house. Going to call it Jimmy Ringo. It disappeared. Jimmy Ringo. Yes. <laughs> it disappeared because it put, it put because no, your neighbor ate them. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. No, because I don't. Oh, I don't know if you guys know. Dogs are used to protect property in Africa. It's not used for pet. Not like the way you guys do. So when you go to bed at night, you like the dog out because the dog. Protect it, yeah. So if you go in that yeah, you're not from there, that dog gonna bite you. And oh my god, do, I cannot believe that. We don't do the whole insurance hospital thing. You go in that yeah, you're on your own. <laughs> so I think Oh, one, like you can't get sued for it. Like that's one, your problem. No, nobody yeah. Actually it's actually considered a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. But I think one of these ninety got away that that dog used to be ready. Jimmy Talk. Ringo. My poor Jimmy Ringo. <laughs> Jimmy Ringo just disappeared. And I can swear to God, old people ate it. <laughs> Yo. So how Yo. did you ever confront him? We did. Moment of silence for Jimmy again. Ringo. We, con- we confronted them, but then they had his little freaking bathhouse they used to be killing them dogs and they didn't let anybody go in there wait what did you how did you confront them like did you take our dogs you know when your, your uncle Timmy when yeah. he was younger we went over to that place we even said we want to go into that damn house yo no. No. what did you you knocked on their door and you just what did they, they said they, re, they, re, they said they didn't do it but that's not true so that's what we did every time they sleep at night we take rock and stone at house <laughs> Just hope it hits them. <laughs> no, that, you know, because in the housing, the roof is zinc and make noise. So we used to make sure they, they throw a big old rack in the middle of their house and run away. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, I, that's I, so basically, that's the story of dogs. I was not allowed to eat dog in my family. We went to my mom's side of the village. I think they cooked something one time and put dog in it. I didn't even know about this. Oh my god! It was making me feel weird. I think it was not in the village. It was not in the village. I take that back. Let me reverse. Your uncle, your uncle, my dad, everyone all were leaving the city to go to my stepmom village. We didn't see food for like two weeks. Basically, we're just eating coconuts and mm-hmm. and the thing they call pakana. Pakana is have you seen a palm tree mm-hmm. with the thing the palm come the palm. Or and everything comes from it's a oh. knock in there, so you knock it, you chew that thing for a couple of seconds, and that's what you do. What? Okay. So basically, that's what we were living on. We got into this truck. These rebel guys were moving some people. They just killed someone because they they had a hair on the car. What? Yes. Oh my gosh! I can't even. You so saw this stuff at think, such a young age. Oh yeah, that's why some of us just become immune to some of these things. I get that, and that makes sense now. But we got in the car. One of the guys, he was pretty younger guy. He was nice. He, I don't know. He's kind of saw. I was young. Saw us that. He just took a big old piece of meat and gave and put it in my hand. Come on, I haven't seen food for weeks. I didn't even ask where it from. Ah, baby. Oh my god. George, pass it to George. George tried it too. And then my aunt, she ate. She my not my aunt, but my stepmom sister. She has eaten dog before. So when she grabbed it from, her, what are you guys doing? Y'all can't share this thing. And then she grabbed it. From <laughs> she grabbed the meat from us. When she bit it, she like, we thought she was putting our like. She's like, this is dog meat. We we like, man, she just messing around so she can keep it all to her, to herself. She's like, this is dog meat, seriously. We like, whatever. We George and I, we ate that thing. If you actually, I've been pretty blessed. 
I don't have marks. If you look at your uncle's stomach, he still got marks on it. We almost died. What do you mean I'm, marks? Like for the the blaze, the what do you call the pimples or whatever? Oh, the know. hives. Yeah. Oh, hives. oh my god. Oh, Man, what did it taste broke like? Out. Terrible. I, I just to be fair, I don't care how it tastes. I'm gonna eat it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Eat it. Oh my god, that really I can't. That's making me feel a little so nauseous. Out. I mean, I could even wear clothes for two weeks because I mean everywhere. Bombs, yeah, flies. your body because so I'm not used to, used to it, I guess. So they used to, my, my stepmom, mom used to, the wood, you know, they, we used to use wood to cook. So the yeah. ashes, she would soak something in there and put it on my skin. That's how eventually oh. I got healed. People are very creative. Bro. They are. Wow. So yeah, so that's how that happened. So we were there for about a year. Mm-hmm. I got comfortable in the village. I mean, we used to hunt. I used to hunt. I. 10 years old, I used to go hunting. For okay, PMG. you're making it sound like you lived in a hut. Like, you lived in a house. It is so. a hut. No. It was a hut? It's a village? It's a hut. When it's you like, say village, you village. mean a actual hut? Village? Yeah, hut. Village. You basically got palm something over the thing where you make it with mud. We didn't even have bad. We slept on the floor. What? And like, then, like, in oh December, it got a little cool. You, you got to light a fire. I'm still, it's totally guy. Because you light a fire, that's the thing you take in your own hand. That could, it could catch the palm on fire. We, we slept in it because it used to be cold. Like December used to go around 75. That was pretty cold for us. 75? Yes. Sir, you live in Minnesota with negative 20 degrees. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, so we lived there. We hunt. We fish. We pretty much did everything. It was fun. And then Pops heard about us. And then he wanted us to come to the U.S. What do you mean heard about? He didn't. He never met you before. He thought we were dead because nobody. We just. It was like we just fell off the earth. Well, remember I told you because, oh, because of my you tribe. Moved from Liberia. Not only that, because of my tribe. Remember we couldn't live in the big city. We had to go live in the, in the countryside, the villages, because we didn't want to be exposed because of whatever so tribe the government was. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It's like a... so. My stepmom actually. This is what happened. My stepmom went to Ivory Coast to Cote d'Ivoire to go do some stuff. And then somebody, the same time she was there, some pop sent someone, if, yo, this money, if you see my brother or one of the people, let them know I'm looking for them. And it's my grace you here too. That's how we connected. And then she came back. She's like, yo, Toby, why don't you guys so get out of here and go to um, Ivory Coast? He wants us to come to the U.S. So Had you met him before, though? Who? Pops? Yeah. I was a little... Didn't you see no picture? When he came in 85, I was about four or five years old. Wait, I want to see those pictures again. I thought you saw that. Yeah, Pop. I probably did. I forgot, though. Yeah, that's when we used to be doing the whole breakdown. (laughs) Pop out Derek Curse when he came to Liberia. What? Oh, I have to see him with hair. So, yeah. So, we went to Africa for a year. That was, what, 1991? So, what was living like there? Africa's... Oh, by the way, American people that always criticize everybody as racist, as racist, as racist. Oh, my God. Africa is very racist against their own black people, all right? <laughs> what? Okay, speak because more on that. Liberia, what, quote-unquote, if you want to call English-speaking country, we speak, quote-unquote, English, right? Mm-hmm. So, Africa is a French-speaking country. Mm-hmm. They do not like the Liberians because, quote-unquote, we speak English. Oh. When we go to the market, if something is for $2, they'll sell it to you for $5. <laughs> uh, you don't like it, they tell you, get out of that country. <laughs> it's the same everywhere. Oh, my God. Uh, no, it's not the same. These are black, black, black people like us. All right? So this wasn't like Caucasian against black. This is black against black. You speak English, get out. Get out. <laughs> They used to be calling you all kind of name before that was before I learned how to speak French. They would call me Tashen like Tienpa, 
quitter. Il faut quitter. <laughs> what? I mean, they call you dog. Oh. They said, if you don't like it, get out of here. That's what it means. Oh my God. I didn't even speak French. I didn't, I didn't even oh, I wish I could. I tried learning it in high school. It's such a pretty language. It's hard to learn. It is hard. So I was there from 1991 to 92. And then we moved to the States, obviously. Yeah. What was that like when you found out you were going to move to the States? One number one, forget about everything else. The first thing that <laughs> caught my attention when we got to uh, Europe. Because, you know, oh, we got to go to Europe first? Well, we, went to Bel- we came to Belgium. Oh, my god! That was shocking when, you know, when the plane takes off, it goes in the air. So I thought America, Europe were in the sky. Oh, my so- God. <laughs> Oh, you thought know, this is like a new world on Mario? <laughs> and at the time, Africa it was like 90 degrees. So I'm wearing t shirt, right? We got oh a my god, that was December, so obviously winter time. You're just traveling in a t shirt, yeah. Nobody even told her anything. <laughs> did you have a backpack? Like, what did you nothing, travel with? Nothing. You just came with the t shirt on the body, pants smelling like some poop. <laughs> Got to Belgium, and all of a sudden we're getting on the ground. Well, like, what do we do on the ground? I thought it's all in the sky. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is not real. This is the first time I'm hearing this, you guys. This is crazy. And it was cold. What? To be fair, it wasn't as cold as the US, but it was cold. And I remember when I got on the thing, I was like, what is this? I mean, I'm like. <laughs> and then we were stuck in Belgium for eight hours, so we were stuck at the airport. Oh gosh, what were you hours, doing? We're just walking around doing nothing. I mean, the airport is pretty nice. Now. The airport in Belgium is super, super. It's just like Minnesota airport, but much bigger. Oh my gosh! So I just grabbed one of them things, fell asleep, and then eight hours later, we gone Delta, came to New York. Snow everywhere. At first, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. By the way, New York is dirty as pig. They <laughs> <lots of> people. <laughs> oh, we, oh, we, know. we know that. That's a known they thing. Took us, it's just like coming to America. They did the whole queen thing. Where they took us <laughs> to one of them hellish hotel in, or motel in Queens with roaches everywhere, just like Liberia. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. How was I supposed to? Be? What did you think it was going to be like? Have you ever heard of like... Number one, I thought it was going to be the sky. Number two, I thought it was going to be... <laughs> They always take these pictures at night, like during December, you know, when it's so nice and the mm-hmm. trees and the light. Of, like, of the country or of, of the a... U.S.? Oh. Well, like, you're here doing McDonald's picture, you see the burger, and be like, oh, so juicy, the <laughs> shots. So I thought America, that's what it's going to be like. <laughs> nice, light everywhere. Oh, no. They never show the ground, you know, it's like, always show the sky. So that's what I'm... When I came, I assumed it was going to be in the sky. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, America catfished you. (laughs) Well, I shouldn't say catfished me. It was my own ignorance. (laughs) So, yeah, we got there because everybody dying to come to this place. I got here. I'm like, what the hell is this place? I I always wanted to go back on the flight. (laughs) He said, nope, no, thank you. So, yeah, so we got to New York. We... It was so much. That's another thing. I've never even seen. I don't even know what the word snow means. Yeah, right. There was snow everywhere. I'm like, what is this thing? I thought it was just a Christmas decoration. <laughs> so, you didn't learn about that in school? 
Snow? <laughs> I guess. I don't they, know. In Africa, they only they talk to you, but America is this great old something. Everything is just cheap. You don't, they, don't even talk, they don't even tell you you got to work. Oh, my God. You, what? No, they act like their money just fall from the sky. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. So then you get so to America. New York, stay in the hotel for three days, a motel. Obviously, oh, that's another thing. We were stuck in the motel. They kept bringing these Chinese food, spaghetti. Yeah. I didn't even eat it because spaghetti looked like warm. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, George, your uncle George and I, we went to meet people, bring the cream of coffee, we go see that. That's what we lived on for three days. Creamer? Cream. Yeah, the creamer. <laughs> I refused to eat that, any of the food. It, was, it didn't have the taste, it didn't have the pepper and salt. <laughs> The person I was enjoying inside like of your uncle Biggie B. Oh, uh, Bay oh, was in you. heaven. You go in Bay room, he had all the food because that's what we took. He loved it. Oh. The cream. How did you even think to drink that? That was the only thing that tastes close to, remote close to anything we're familiar with. Because they, in Africa, they don't have like the gallon milk. They yeah. These are uh, powder milk. That's what they have in Liberia. Powder? Yes. That's because you. A lot of people don't have uh, cows electricity, and so dairy. Oh, you can't keep it. Yeah. So they wanted, that's what I said. So the closest thing to what we were familiar with was oh. a creamer. Yeah, that. that right I'm there. learning that's so much. So that's what we, we stalked for three days. Came to <laughs> Minnesota. And we told me New York was cold. I got to Minnesota December 10th. I December 10th? December 10th, This is not what it's cracked up to be. Send me back to Africa immediately. Well, it was so much snow in Minnesota. That's what we was talking New York, by the way. And oh. back in the day, it used to snow a lot. Yeah, it did. So we were stuck in, we got to Minnesota December 10th, 1992. I remember that day. 92, and then you, oh my gosh. Got to the airport. Had a kid soon after. Five were cracking the hell. Oh, he, good, he knew what was going on. He brought jacket for us. Too. Oh. And we were smelling. I mean, you could literally tell Pablo, tell him to open the window. <laughs> Any change of clothes? No. Oh these, these stupid people, they even help people with anything in New York. Oh, well, to be fair, I take it back. They did say you could take back, but we ain't got no change of clothes. <laughs> Plus, I don't even know how those shower works. I never even see anything like that before. In Africa, you go in the bathroom, you take back with your hands. This is not real. Oh, my gosh. in Brooklyn Park? Same house. That is so he crazy to me. He built the house before we moved the same time. He oh, he built that? Yeah. And then, just for that particular story, 
<laughs> we, everything was good at night. Got home. I was, you know, my room used to be the first room where Andrew used to be when you go off the stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you get up in the morning, you know, the sun is it come to that window, right? Mm-hmm. So I looked, I'm like, wow, that thing looks nice. Yeah. My idiotic self went downstairs in shorts and jacket, go ride a bike. <laughs> what? <laughs> In the winter. Yes. I still got marks to prove it. I, I went, you know what that lie is right now? Yeah. It wasn't no lie that. I came across that thing. I slid. With on shorts? Yeah. Oh, I, my I gosh. I can picture I, it. it was so, I didn't even know how to ride bike. I, mean, I was just trying. I did. He was just like, ooh, this looks like a nice <laughs> No and structure. I was, everything on me was frozen. Yeah, you think? You never do this. I didn't know this. Why didn't in your mind you think it cold? Like you didn't think put layer on that wasn't a thought to no. you? Someone had to tell you to cover no, I up. I froze my behind. Oh, they're yeah. not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and then You're when I got, cold? That's when I got no, that's like when well, when I got back home, dumbest thing ever. <laughs> my hands were all frozen. Oh my Everything gosh, frozen. I'm in pain. So my for me, I wanted to do something to get it. I went and turned the water on hot. Oh, oh, oh my Your body gosh. probably was like I put my hands ah, in my hand. oh, It hurts. That's the quickest way to go nerve damage. <laughs> oh, pa- oh my god, Pop used to laugh at us. Pop came in the hall, I was screaming, he's like, What are you I just please you almost drop on the ground with that. She's like, I would have loved that you Because how long had he been in America before he sent for you? Pop came in the seventies, so he was here for a while. Oh, so he yeah, had really yeah. adjusted. No, so he, he was. was for a while. <laughs> that's funny. So yeah, so that's how it all began. So that's how low Nick Knucklehead Abraham got to Minnesota. And if you notice, he said 1992, shortly after his knucklehead got himself in some trouble, and I came into the picture. Well, then, yeah, then we went to school. Obviously, we went to high school. Started going to Park Center. School was good. First year. Park Center. Go Pirates. Pirates. Go Pirates. <laughs> First year, all A's. Because actually, that's the amazing thing about African school. We don't have all the tools. We don't have everything. But we actually do learn a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was very good at math. Mm-hmm. I used, the teacher used to always encourage me to move me to a higher class. I'm like, nah, because you got to go study and everything else. Mm-hmm. Everything I was good at. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't enunciate all the words you guys are like, dude, and all these things. Dude. But I could <laughs> Did write, you try I to say the slang? So my English was actually good one as I wrote it. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot of good grades. Oh, yeah. So I tried to talk to these guys. Slang. Some of the slangs and everything. Did you else. try to? To spit in? Did you try yeah. To? What's up, dude? <laughs> well, I initially, I didn't do it first because I didn't even know what do meant. I mean, I just <laughs> back then, do was the big thing. I know that was when uh, Beaver and Butthead. Oh, and Marilyn Manson was a big guy. Scary, yeah. That's why everybody's doing everybody wearing black and putting all the earrings everywhere and doing hands. I'm like, who are these? The grunge phase. So that was the era I came in. First year, good student. <laughs> Did everything right. Here we go. Even though I got laughed at because sometimes I didn't even know a men's shirt for a woman's shirt, so I go to school. Oh God! <laughs> well, Pop used to take us to Salvation Army to shopping. Right? <laughs> no. He would get girls' shirts like yeah, like girls' button ups. Why well, didn't wash enough? I didn't know enough things. So it looked cool, silk. I'm like, I'm <laughs> 
Not my dad wearing silk shirts, women shirts to school. This is funny. And then all of a sudden you go to school and you see the girl wearing the shirt. Everybody laughing at you. Is that what they called you? No. Okay, don't say that then. <laughs> Why'd you call yourself that? <laughs> and we had one our old boy that had a car. Before we, you know, back in the day, we all... The all one you had to push down the hill? <laughs> no, the one to push on the hill, that was the one with a station wagon where you had to... It was a station wagon, right? too. We couldn't, one of the windows were cracked, so we had to put a plastic bag over there. Nobody <laughs> wanted to sit to that window, so we're fighting over a shotgun. I got shotgun. <laughs> That's the one you had to push uphill. Yeah, that's the one where they get uphill. He's like, yo, get up. You can't go down here. You ain't getting up. <laughs> ain't got no brakes. What the That's a safety hazard. Uh, well, it's all that. Yeah, that's how we low local started coming into the game. Quit calling yourself that. You just said no one called you that. And then, Why are you saying that? And then let go Liana. No, no, you're skipping some details. Yes, that's not important. <laughs> When we were when we got to school, the first year obviously we're a bunch of nobodies, no bunch of knuckleheads. We didn't do anything. Second year we started getting a little popular, and then we used to hang around a bunch of the uh, black Americans. And back then Brooklyn Park was very divisive. So you either Vas Laws or you GD oh. or you six old crepes. <laughs> it was mostly crepes and GDs in Brooklyn Park. Vassalors and blood, they used to come from the south side. So we had a couple of kids over there. Mm-hmm. So they all there was always fight going on between the GDs and the Craves. So we like the Craves, you know, back in the day, I don't know. I'm sure a lot of you guys listening to this know how it works. The people that woke the, the North Carolina color, the North Carolina blue mm-hmm. of GDs. Oh. The one I wanted to do color was Craves. 60 Crave or 90 Craves. Oh my gosh. I like the do the light blue. I like the the do color, so I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we, that's one way to join a gang. Yeah, that is one way. Yeah, the dumbest. Well, we but, be, you know. we, I never read it John again. We used to claim it. I mean, that's you know when fight break up, we will always defend these black American guys. All of a sudden, we started getting popular with the girls. Then we started getting picked on. So next thing we look, when we need these guys, they won't show up. No. So then we're like, you know what? We don't need these dudes. So we start calling ourselves the African mob. <laughs> we don't need these dudes. We don't start our own gang. Freaking awesome. Bro. Yeah, we start calling ourselves the African mob. And who else called you that? Huh? Anyone else or just no. you guys? I, I don't, no, actually, initially, we were just joking about ourselves. How big did it get? How big did it Listen, now, listen. Oh, no, my man. God. We used to call outside the African market, bunch of knuckleheads, kids, that's when we used to go to Burger King, we're like, I'm proper, like, Whopper, you know, we got to do 
I'm proper like Whopper. That's, that's our American version of English. That's how we started picking up the English. Oh, by the way, I learned how to adapt to the American English by watching cartoons every morning. That's what a lot of people I say, used to actually. Get up in the morning, watch Nickelodeon, yeah. watch Daffy Dog and Buzz Bunny. That's, that's how so I used crazy. Adapt all these languages. That's what people say. That that's how they learn is through TV. But yeah, so we started getting we started getting a little big. I mean, we got. So all of a sudden, we got a couple of fights with some black American guys like GDs. I mean, we took it out. We took it out ourselves. We represented African Mafia showed up. Bunch of R.E.S. in the house. Bunch of R.E.S. We're in Civil War. Some of these guys actually fought in the war. So they were already crazy. Oh, my God. So he managed to fight. They got ugly, but we stood up. And these guys started like, man, you don't want to mess with that African. Oh my god! Oh. So I'm royalty. That's how we so big. All of a sudden, we go like we were like doing parts. Of, I don't know how it is for them. Like you just fought with your fists. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. But when parts in our launch, that was like battle roar. Everybody fighting, throwing cheers. What? And we became the biggest and baddest. I mean, when you start a chair throwing, we throwing everything. <laughs> I mean, we coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> the only people we didn't fight was the Asian. We had a mutual agreement because we're all in ESL. You know, we keep it. We see So we knew the engine was crazy. Like, oh, when you fight, they're bringing that grandma for you too. So we're like, ah, we don't want no part of that group. But we knew it wasn't a black American. They were pretty easy. They were, we used to consider them to be punks. We talk a lot of big mouth. But once you give it to them one or two times, they chicken out. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you don't see anything. Oh, it was all show and stuff. Uh-huh. So we knew that he got it. Like nothing, man. We, all of a sudden, we started controlling Park Center. They wanted to have troops, like true, like they want to have meeting. What? Squash. Oh yeah. Oh. And about the Brooklyn Boulevard was a no man zone. You do not want to be caught slipping by yourself. So every time we rolling, we didn't have our car to begin with. So we always go deep because we were forced. <laughs> so every time we took it, we like six, seven, and our car squeezed up. They're like, man, they can't, they can't be rolling deep, man. You got to be afraid of them. Oh, my we God. I didn't know so, it was like that. We became so big, but then we, we had to get it bigger. That's when we started we recruiting. That's when local then started getting in the picture. Quit saying We started local. stealing all these people's cars from the dealership. Dad, you're going to incriminate yeah, yourself on you. How would you, st- how? Back in the day, in Brooklyn Park, it, Brooklyn Park is not as the way it, used to, it is now. Mm-hmm. You can go to the dealership, the car, they used to close on Friday, they don't open till Monday. We could go to the dealership, we used to pretend like we come to buy a car, mm-hmm. they used to have the car keys in there. Once we go test the car, we make copy of the keys. Oh my god! <laughs> did you guys ever get caught? Like what? I've never got caught. Either. So basically, that's how we did. So Friday, like Friday night, the only rules: don't drive in Brooklyn Park. <laughs> so Friday night, once they close at six. Oh, do you bring the cars back? Yeah, we used to bring. We used to make sure to bring. We bring it back. Oh. The so basically, they're renting it for the weekend. <laughs> For free. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that's better. I can put that on here. I was like, I'm scared he's gonna get arrested. I want to get arrested. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we take it. They want to resume driving broken So we take it downtown. You should see your dad laying back in a lesson. I don't even oh got a God. permit. 
You're not only this scheming this up. This is actually really impressive that you guys came up with this whole plan we got re- once, and you don't even know how to drive cross, yet. Once the crazy thing kicking, we completely lost it. <laughs> and back in the day, that's when you go. This is all news. I never did it myself. So FBI, if you're listening, don't arrest me. You <laughs> <laughs> so right of stolen check and you will still get cash back. So, that's, <laughs> so we used to go to the gas station. Some of our boys used to work. Like, on Brooklyn Boulevard, it's a be a mobile gas station. We go there, right? You know, we had a couple of white boys that wanted to be part of us. Oh. <laughs> well, we actually fought for them a couple of times. So they had our back. Oh, so right, right. We our gas tank and your cash back. That's all. We, and the rules, you do not drive in Brooklyn Park. And you drive, <laughs> I repeat. You rest there, you on your own. <laughs> So we all downtown Minneapolis the whole weekend. Five o'clock a.m. on sun, Sunday morning. You better get that car back in <laughs> open. How do you do I no one ever got caught? Not 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 the way we used to do it. We, we used to take it, drive it, and bring it back. That is the one. getting caught when somebody got started getting greedy. They started mm-hmm. taking the car and then taking mm-hmm. the sneaker out of it, taking the tire. Yep, out of they it. ruined it for everybody. <laughs> exactly. That's what now you got camera everywhere. There was none of that. Oh yeah. Oh my no, god, that is that so stuff. crazy. Like, so you guys started taking it. And I didn't that's when I learned this. When you t- actually you steal a car, it's gotta disappear that car. Then the insurance get the money back. But Ooh. if you take the car and take the parts and the cost they they found the car, they gotta pay for it. So that's when the guys you hear that, the security yo? stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's how your dad started getting big, even bigger and bigger. I go to school, my son boy. Oh, by the way, I had to repeat high school. Yeah, he was too busy running a side business, stealing cars. I had to repeat my sophomore year. Because my sophomore year, that's when local became Abraham. Abraham became local. Because I go, before I get out of school, I got two, three cars waiting for me in the parking lot. Right after first hour, I don't know how you guys this high school is, but for us, you get first hour, then you get homeroom. Right after first hour, we all taping it. I said we used to go to your mom's school, Cooper. Cooper, Cooper. School. oh my That's gosh. Everybody, every one of my friends, uh, especially during lockdown or even now, if they get into some drama, if they, they'll leave the school, you won't see them for a few days, you'll be like, oh. And, then, they, awesome. and then as soon as you call them, oh, I go to Cooper now. <laughs> yep. Cooper was like the, the ghetto school for the Minneapolis kid. I couldn't make it to bring that to Cooper. <laughs> so Cooper was like the ghetto of the, the high school in that area. So we could go there and hang. Sometimes I go sit down in the classroom, the teacher like, yo, I, you don't know why you fit in the school. Like, you you go to the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kids are yeah. weird. Why would you not just go to your own class? Because we looking for certain girls and she's in the classroom. <laughs> At a different school. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're scary. So, yeah. JT, yeah. JT, JT, your mom knows JT. JT, me and JT were like, yo, let's go in there. Go sit you down. What the teacher talking about? I'll be like, yo, that's why your, your dad used to be gangster as hell. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, I used to call the teacher like, yo, Cause you better keep moving, man. <laughs> Yo, no, quit clapping. This is this time, bro. And then the teacher look at me like, "Who are you calling cause?" I'm like, "You, you don't even go to the school." I'm like, "Man, you better get out of my fist." <laughs> he <laughs> called the principal. Uh, he does not go here. <laughs> that's when I started learning a couple American languages. So I started becoming too hoodie. Did you say? Would you and your friends say the N word? No, no. Why not, did you choose not to say us, it? We, us, we will. I never liked it. To be oh, yeah, I don't I say it. it. Obviously, I'm saying. Well, <laughs> the cause thing, it was, we just, that's when our um, Many to Society and all the movie came mm-hmm. out. That's when we won. G to the four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then you started sneaking into my mom's classroom. That's Actually, crazy. no. No, we just went to school and hang out. I didn't even know your mom. 
the day I never met your mom personally. The day JT and Dill, that you know, the carnival used to be big. You know, these the one fried, that crystal frolics, fries. yeah, crystal frolics. I, I was, just, I had to work. I was working at KFC. I actually had a job, by the way. <laughs> although, just let that be I known. Never, although I never worked, you never work went Friday. to a shift. No, I never worked on Friday because Friday, my family member were always sick. You know, they, I would have JT call Friday. I would always have somebody calling for me. You know, I got in a car accident. My sister is in the hospital. Every excuse in the book. And they used to have this club downtown. They call Industry, right on First Avenue. I think they call it Choice or it's a strip joint. No, oh. but yeah, that's what we used to go roll. So. I didn't go to one of these events on, on a Friday. That's how they met your mom. JT, Dale, everybody met your mom at a carnival. I wasn't there. What did she, did you see her like, tell me what it was like first seeing her. Did you I, love I, at first sight? You know what? It's weird. Because I never really even said a word to her. We met, she, they came to the house. Dale picked them up. They came to the house to pick me and JT up to go downtown. Mm-hmm. There were so many people in the car. I didn't mean I wasn't looking at your mind. I wasn't. I didn't even, I was kind of. Oh, she was in the car with you. Listen, I was kind of shy, so I didn't even know how to talk with women. Even though I was becoming gangster, but I was still afraid of women. <laughs> we got in the car. Nice thing, look. There was no space. Your mind just jumped and sat on my lap. That was it. Oh, <laughs> you guys are hearing a theme here. My mom's a crazy. Like you, you like me, nothing. You <laughs> sat on me. We went to the club. She held my hand. I wasn't even afraid. I'm like, who is this girl? I, I don't know anything about woman, lady. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's how we got to the club. Since we just became an audience. Oh. And, and your deal used to like your mom. Oh, and really? I got in a fight because Jill found out I like your mom likes me. And she didn't like him. She's a hot See commodity. That? See that? Everybody is a mad daddy. I didn't even know how to talk. Ew. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. I don't think your mom and I ever tell each other we like each other. We just, we like. Young we love. There. We never said it were and that was it. <laughs> you shortly after found out you were going to be a young father. Yes. What was that experience like? The details are not important. Like yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's what a podcast is about. The details. When they, okay, I will just give I'll I'll give you guys an example. I'm sure a bunch of you men over there knows. <laughs> At the time, I was with her mom. Okay, let me put this. I'm gonna throw her mom on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to leave you hanging, but I'm gonna leave you hanging, y'all. My dad didn't even want to come on this podcast, and the second he gets on, he can't stop talking. He talks for four hours, so I have to cut this episode up. And we are going to find out next week how my dad plans to throw my mom under the bus. And don't worry, mom, I won't let him say anything too incriminating. I got your back, girl. All right, thank you guys for listening. Please like, subscribe, share this episode so we can keep growing and having conversations with people and sharing stories. Okay, love y'all. Bye.